The whiff of paprika. Damn it. Paprika. The whiff of paprika. By Gavin Hands. November. Late afternoon. Around 5.46 p.m. Tuesday. 23rd. November. Curtis Freehat waltzed into his lavish one-bedroom apartment with the sort of carefree grace one would normally assign to a swan or a less graceful gazelle. His manly golden hair cut into the style of a mallet, which was very popular in the 80s, but not so popular in the 2000s, which is where this story is set, danced playfully against his glistening man-breasts and his fiery nipples. He grasped a glass of drambouille, which he had just poured, and spread himself, suggestedly, on a beanbag. There was a knock on the door. A wistful, enchanting knock. Not the sort of knock you would hear from a bailiff, no. This was the kind of knock you would hear from a sexy lady. Enter, Curtis said, his breath hanging like a wet tie on a schoolchild. The door opened, and there stood Gloria Sminge. Gloria was twenty-one, blonde, demure, and had a body that could make even a vicar have a look. I hope I'm not disturbing you, Gloria exhaled breathlessly. But I saw you in the foyer and picked up that receipt you dropped, and I knew I had to see you. Curtis rose from his beanbag and waddled sexily over to Gloria. His hands moved over her hungry curves as he burped in her ear. She kissed him hard. It was erotic, graphic, and incredibly sexy. It was exactly like the American government hiding mind-controlling drugs in all dairy products. If you like reading, you should try it with your are good and they can't be misunderstood but your ears are best to get those feelings in your dress try reading with your ears your brain will thank you later when you're dreaming about all your fears happiness go haters try your ears try reading with your ears yo haters try your ears try reading Hey, just kidding, guys. It's me. I was using a filter to disguise my voice, just like the FBI do when intimidating or encouraging or bribing patriotic citizens into snitching on those who probably think they have nothing to hide. You know, I think this interrogation, or data mining as it's now called, is a place where the private sector has really surpassed the government sector in terms of getting all that juicy illegal info from everyday people and busting crimes in society. I mean, look at how well Facebook does it. They get people to hide behind identities, and other people basically just, like, admit to all the crimes they do, and they don't even realize or even have the slightest inclination their crimes. Like... I don't know, giving people horse parasites so you can then sell the medicines to get rid of horse parasites and now that's the prevailing belief about where the hell COVID is from. For example. I mean, capitalism is brutal, yo. So welcome back, everyone, to this, Episode 7, picking up again after a break in recording while I sorted out my medical tourism debacle. 
Well, <laughs> okay, see, th- this guy who is apparently a friend of a friend of my aunt's cousin does this eye surgery that gives you lenses that can also allow you to see ultraviolet light or something. L- like in the same spectrum that the mantis shrimp or, or shrimps see. And don't worry, I know you're shuddering right now. You eye surgery, I can't even imagine. But no, don't worry, like I just said. Because he assured me it's completely non-touching surgery. Like, nothing gets cut or shaved or gelled. You know, like how so many medical things get gelled. Like those paddles for jump-starting your heart or medical foot rubs, those type of things. So it's like completely non-invasive, and then I'll be able to see the world in so much more splendor. And I'm kind of hoping this allows me to be one of those people who can claim to not see color. But instead of sounding like someone who wants to deny the prevalence of racism, instead, I literally don't see color. I see beyond color. Like colors that you plebes, I mean, I love you, audience, but, you know, don't even know exist. And also, not welcome back, because for you, there probably was no break. Like, episode 6 was out, and then episode 7 is now in your ears, and, and you'd be none the wiser that there was, in fact, a pause in production. But you see, Dwayne is an honest fella. I like to let you in on the process. Of creating, yes, but also of how this guy works. How his ideas flow. How his edits work, and, and maybe, just maybe... I'll shift the color palette perception of your mind to see the world in metaphorical ultraviolet. Though not literally ultraviolet like me, because you'd have to get non-surgical enhancements in a lightly regulated nation for that. But anyway, I digress. Let's get meeting the author. Oh, oh, that was a little feedback I had from some listeners who totally love the pod and my manner and way of probing deep mysteries and hidden meanings. But my interpretation of their constructive criticism is that sometimes... I think they thought I could just go off on tangents. Just following where my impulses took me, where my brain led in the moment. Basically, I have no impulse control when I'm in a flow, which I am when I'm potting. So, taking on your notes, I've cut the sidebars. Because that's like a lawyer thing, and I am not a lawyer. Though I do find it fascinating. Oh, for a future pot, I'll have to present one of my favorite alternative law thrillers that really makes you rethink the ways we construct society with our laws and legal frameworks to decide our collective morality, which, obs, can be quite contentious because people disagree on what morals even are. <laughs> Let's bring in Gavin! Hey, Gavin! Thanks for joining us! Oh, oh, you, you can take the hood off now, or, or leave it on if it makes you feel more comfortable. Uh, I'll take the, um... I'll take it off, Dwayne. That's absolutely fine. How are you, my dear boy? I'm I'm doing well. How are you? <sighs> absolutely. Absolutely fine. Keeping the fluid intake up. Is, is this one spiked or not? <laughs> <laughs> you like to keep lubricated, I... If I recall. <laughs> Gotta be lubricated all the time. Absolutely. So, let's get on to your book. The Whiff of Papri... So, oh, but that was one of the things, by the way. As as an American, I would say paprika, but... You would be wrong. Yeah. It's yeah. paprika. It always will be paprika. And no matter what you say, American, you will not be able to say paprika, or whatever it is you say, because it is paprika, the spice. Yeah? Right. Yeah? So you're still a bit angry about losing the colonies, aren't you? Yeah. Well, not lost, mate. I know where they are. I was saying paprika, thinking that was how you'd say it. And I know it's like paprika, but now you're saying... 
Pe- pe- say it again. Paprika. Paprika. Gosh, yes. There's a whole other way to say it. Africa. Is, is that Africa? Yeah. Oh, oh right. Let's say Africa. Africa. It's Africa. So you learned that from another one of your colonies from your decimated empire. Yes. Uh, okay. Yes. So on to the book, The Whiff of Paprika. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Close no, enough. Okay. So everything about yeah. this feels like layers upon layers of subtext and hidden meanings that only emerge after yeah. you put the book down and realize how much it's bored into your brain. I, I mean, it just gets yeah. in there. It really bores. Yeah, it's like one of them earwig things, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Have you had an earwig? <sighs> like an honest-to-God yeah. earwig? Still there. Still there. Still there. Like, if they, if they stay long enough, do you, like, start to share thoughts? and Or are they like an unwanted squatter? <sighs> Sorry, but I wasn't, I wasn't listening. Um... You and your earwig... You got you just symbiotic at this point. Oh, totally symbiotic. Great. So, can I ask you about the title? How did you come up with it, and what the hell does the whiff of paprika mean? I mean, I have my own theories, of course. Okay. Well, tell 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 me um, tell me your theories then, Dwayne, first, and I'll tell you if they're uh, correct. Okay. Well, so my theory is that it's a warning because you can't actually whiff paprika. I mean, if you did, at the very least, you'd sneeze, and at the very most, kept your eyes open and they popped out, then you wouldn't be able to see clearly the truth. How's that? It's a bit more simpler than that, Dwight. I literally saw what was in my spice cupboard, and uh, I need something that was hard to pronounce if you were American. Oh, right. Tell you what, you didn't want to spoon feed this to your readers. You wanted them to have to you work don't for it. Sp- no, do not spoon feed paprika. Have you not seen the videos? Oh, God, no. Oh, what happened? Did, did people die? No, they just cough. Paprika goes everywhere. But it's really uncomfortable, isn't it? Oh, it's... It's the back of your mouth, right, and your throat. Yeah. And you just can't breathe. And that, that is probably what the title is about. Right. Right. You can't breathe. So it's like a metaphor for the suffocation of society and, like, power? Yes, yes, it's it's all one big metaphor. Okay, I get it. Plus, buried in your answer when you said you just looked in your spice cabinet is right what you know. Yeah, and what I know is I need more paprika because I'd run out. Oh, God, if you're going to make goulash anytime soon, you're just going to need it. Okay, so moving on, I'd say, based on that opening passage, that you're clearly an acolyte of E.E. E. Cummings. You know, the poet, which I think anyone with literacy-mindedness would get, but also maybe not if they're hearing your words, but not necessarily the punctuation. And respect the fucking punctuation! I'm so sorry about that. It's all right. It's fine. I was having a drama school flashback. You always have those voices that tell you to respect things. Yeah. Do, do you have that voice in your head, too? It's out of my head. It's in front of my face. All right. It's talking to you right now. Uh Uh-huh. It's saying respect. So are you saying that you look in a mirror every day and sort of scream at yourself? I'm not looking in a mirror. I don't have any mirrors here. Oh, yes. They all broke. Okay. I'm I'm not one for mirrors. Oh, right. I don't need to see myself. I already see myself. You said you have this fully constructed internal self-image. Yeah, and I look great. Bloody gorgeous. <coughs> oh, oh my god. 
is that is down my trousers now. Oh God! Just look at it, take it in. Yes. Don't be someone who stares and just looks at the white bits. Actually, look at what the words say and how they're spelled. Right. Yeah, spelling's so important. And you choose to spell things in that sort of Baroque, dare I say, antiquated British way where you're adding, you know, extra letters for no good reason? The proper way. It's not recognised with a Z in it. There's no Z in recognised. There's S in recognised. Right. And I often pronounce S as a Z sound. Yeah, exactly. When you spell colour, have the U in there. Right, because they're sounded out usually. Because you are part of the colour. It's not C-O-L-O-R. That's just nonsense. It's more like Kalauer, our our world. Yeah. The inconsistencies between our languages just make us enemies. I think so. I think if we ever went to war, it would be over spelling. Yes, and the pronunciation of the word herb. I agree. Why is the H even there if we're not going to say it? Say the H. I, I try. I try. It's just that I have been... S- say it. Her- huh. Say it now. Oh, the whole word? The whole word. Herb. But then I picture a guy who's making like hamburgers for me at a little drive-in. Um, hamburgers. Oh, right. Hamburgers. Right. In ways that you would never be fully trained to know. There are places where you drop the H and places where you say the H. It's just really, it's super consistent. Yeah. So anyway, E.E. E. Cummings, he liked periods. You know, like the ones he uses in his apparently acronymed first name. And you use them a lot. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah? I use them uh, whenever I can. Are they metaphors for how much government surveillance permeates our lives? Are they like the bugs placed in Russian hotel rooms that are the eventual downfall of any visiting dignitary in Moscow who's like, I'm just here for the caviar, but everyone knows they're there to try to be an oligarch? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's absolutely right. I mean, he's... Um... Bugs are everywhere. Another reason why I have no mirrors is because, obviously, bugged uh-huh. mirrors. All mirrors are bugged. So they can see, you can see yourself, so they can see you. Yeah, right. And that's why I don't even have a working camera on my laptop. I poked the shit out of that as soon as I got it. I mean, I get that you're probably coming from a paranoid place, but it's actually not a bad idea. You're coming from a paranoid place. America! I mean, that's just the reality of our world these days. Who knows... Who's listening in? Uh, I I do know. You do, you do? I can't say because they are always listening. Is it the man in the mirror? Yes. Right. Does that ever make you think of Michael Jackson? And does that make you feel like okay or creepy now? Who? So, right there at the end of that first passage, you sneak in a kicker. How the government controls us through drugged dairy, and I, for one, did not see that coming. In fact, I couldn't see anything or anyone actually coming in this book. Do you think this is really happening, and does that explain why I feel so happy and subdued and suggestible after I eat a lot of cheese? I know it's happening, Dwayne. Right. Eat cheese before bedtime, what happens? I basically just start spilling state secrets. Yeah? It's weird, I talk in my sleep about, like, nuclear codes. Yeah, yeah, and your your wife must hate that. Well, yeah, because, you know, she doesn't turn off the webcam at night, and so therefore I'm basically spilling it out in the world. I mean, we live stream our life. I mean, well, no, she live streams our life. She basically started a website about 20 years ago and has kept mm. it going, basically inadvertently. Goodness. I mean, not really my fault. I've spilled a lot of state secrets. Not sure if they're true, but I've spilled them. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, better out than in sometimes. You eat cheese, every mouthful of the American 
cheese, you know, the one, the, the flappy one, yeah. the one you put on a on a on a burger. What we call literally American cheese. Yeah, the American. Yeah, yeah. That is full of so much hyper neurotic drugs yeah. that affect the way you think and they make you buy things they make you buy more cheese yeah i kind of think like you know mk ultra yes y- you know the thing i think where they were using lsd to try and do mind control yeah that research has panned out and i bet it's part of american cheese now yeah i mean that just doesn't seem real so i don't know why we eat it but we do. And stay away from yogurt. Oh, at like all yogurt? Oh, the dairy sort. So only yogurt made from dairy? Yeah, yeah, because that is full of so much mind-altering LSD. It says it on the ingredients, acid. Oh my God, I've seen that, and I just, I'd never put the two together. I took it to be a much more like mild-mannered form of acid. No. Oh my God. No, it is proper, proper, you know, Hang on, Dwight, I'm just going to get a refill. Yeah, you, you go for it. Uh, I can't be bothered. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, no. You, did you didn't fall over, did you? I can't be bothered. Okay, no, that's fine. I just I heard a, I heard a something hit the mic, and I thought maybe you passed out. So a short follow-up to that. If dairy is the problem, are, like, those gross non-dairy yogurts okay? Like, Oh, they're fine. Oh, great. Okay, so I guess veganism is the answer, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't get any uh, suggestive things, anything associated with veganism. Amazing. No vegan is going to tell you what to do. So all the vegans have been right. This is the way to, you know, save the world and, and be free of manipulation. Yeah, they are on the right track. I mean, I couldn't do it myself because I love steak. But there's no dairy in steak. So, the- oh no, a steak makes dairy. Damn it. It's insidious, isn't it? It is. It is my only weakness. And that's the reason they are taking me down from within. So the only, only way for me to fight back is to make this knowledge known to everyone by making lots of money from a new book. Well, and we appreciate it. I do. Because that's the way our, you know, modern world and economies work. We're happy to exchange paper money or the equivalent of that in digital form. For this information. And it's my privilege and pleasure to take that money. What a fair exchange of ideas and currency. Why don't we move on to the portion of the podcast where you read us a passage from your book. Yeah. You know, I, I like to see how much less interesting it sounds from the writer rather than a trained vocalizer like myself. You've got a beautiful voice. Oh, you know that. And bless. I've been a bit, a bit an admirer of your voice for quite some time. Oh, thank you so much. That's ever so kind. I, I like yours too in that sort of, you know, slurry kind of way that you can't quite get ideas out. Uh, yeah, I, it's different when I read. But, yeah. I was thinking you would read um, from p- page 87. So the passage where he, he kissed. Oh, yeah. Page again? Uh, oh, 87. 87. 87, 87. Top off. <clears throat> okay. Gloria groaned with breathless excitement. Her legs... Oh, sorry. Sorry. Do, do, do you want me to disguise your voice as well? Like from before? I mean, we can't be too careful. Lots of... I have lots of listeners on an NSA subreddit. Yeah, go on then. Yeah. Okay, okay, done. And, and, and when I say done, I mean it'll be done in the release of the podcast, I promise. Okay, continue. Gloria groaned with breathless excitement. Her legs trembled as Curtis breached her soapy love purse with his pulsing man length. He kissed her teeth, sensually, and slowly moved down her face to her nose and other areas. She grunted in agreement. 
She glided her silky hands over his back and dug her nails into his asshole. That's agreeable, yelped Curtis. I agree, snarled Gloria, as she twisted around to face the television. The television was playing some of the usual government propaganda that hides their intentions of controlling our children in schools by using subliminal messages in their homework. Gloria grasped some grapes from the nearby table that was well within her reach. She thrust the grapes into Curtis's face. Thankfully, the grapes were seedless, so Curtis munched hungrily on them without fear of swallowing any grape seeds because the grapes were seedless grapes. They both agreed that this was very, very erotic and not at all wasteful. Curtis slammed Gloria face down into the bed and really went to town. After a minute, they both collapsed, exhausted and farty. Gloria slid off the bed and ran at full speed to the shower. Curtis shrugged, lit a cigar, and stared at the television, which was playing the news, showing a story about how the government was doing extremely well and not to worry, and how we should all obey like good little boys. The liars. Ah, oh, just glory. I mean, I, I just don't know. I, I feel scared and horny and, you know, and also a little bit gassy. Like, you know. I, like... <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to my world. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, you see, that's the thing. Your words recreate the world for the listener or reader. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's like we're inside of there. It's not paranoia. It's not paranoia. It's knowing. You know, it's knowing what's going wrong. It's knowing what the government are doing. It's that feeling of helplessness. But all you have to do is just flip the government over and go to town on them. Right. So this is actually so. G- Gloria is is oh, but you're saying Gloria, right? Not Gloria, G- Gloria. Yeah, it's Gloria. Gloria, that's my mistake. I where I grew up, we say Gloria, so I just yeah, well, it was, I know it's yeah, it's very regional. Well, I'm well, sure. That's, that's wrong. Yeah, no, I, I I now agree now that I hear it, um, because because I think there's wrong. been lots of Gloria, you know, in 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 history. Gl- 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 Gloria Estefan. Yeah, I mean, or you know. I just I think part of it came from you know whenever you sing like a Christmas song or something you, we say Gloria you know so I I yeah you say Gloria 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 it's just you just, a, you just like you just went Gloria this is Gloria Gloria I don't you know what it's just me it's me I'm not getting it that's fine yeah, but yeah. so what you're saying is in this way Gloria is kind of a metaphor for the government itself that you should fight back against by really nailing. Exactly, exactly. Right. If, you, if you really look into this, I mean, Gloria says she's got silky hands, but she dug her nails into his asshole. Right. Oh, yeah. And Curtis, who, Curtis, who's us, said, that's agreeable. Right. You know, fine with that. She thrust grapes into Curtis's face. Yeah. And he hungrily swallowed it up just like the just like we swallow up the government's lies they they put their grapes into our face and we gobble them up and they're seedless there's a metaphor right seedless of course they're seedless there's no seed right Is that, there's no seed no there's and yeah and she and then at the end she she ran off 
full speed to the shower, which is not um, not really a metaphor. It's just personal experience. That's what they do. With the right. Yeah. Once they're done doing their dirty work, they just gotta they gotta wipe off us plebes. They will not get clean. They will. They never feel clean. That's yeah. what the women tell me. I mean, because to them, we're we're just disgusting. We're we're slimy, shit filled. Yes. Bags of pus. That's on just word for word what what they say to me. Now, are you getting that from inside sources? Have you you know have you worked inside the government, and that's where you get all this? Well, I'm not at liberty. I'm not at liberty to right. uh, to yes. Yeah, I, I don't have. want to put you in danger. Uh, I, that's fine. No, but I'm already. We're all in danger. Yeah. You see a drone? I do. Well, I'm just saying, if you do. Oh yes, sorry. You know, not. Not yeah, just hit it with something like whatever's available. I don't know. Like if I could grab a squirrel, I yeah. could throw that at the drone. Yeah, even if you have to take your trousers off in public and hit it with that. Right, like I feel like I've seen people doing that. Right, where they take their trousers off and they seem to be flailing at something, and I was like, oh, they're just drunk or having an and had an unfortunate life, and and maybe they've had a break with reality, but maybe what they're actually doing is fighting back against the government, and we're too blind to see it. They're either doing that or trying to go back in time. To like a pre-government like takeover time? No, they're just trying to travel back in time, mate. They've got issues. Well, I mean, I think we would all do that for many reasons, right? Change a bit of history, maybe make some money. I don't think swirling a pair of trousers around your head is going to get you very far. No, I got but, it. I mean, my mate Colin, he seems to think that's the way. We've all got a call. <sighs> it's all right. Tell him. Listen. So, can, well, sorry, you've you've got four. Got four of them. Like four who yeah. who are all named Colin and all swirl their of them trousers over their heads, trying to travel in time. No, and there's just just one just one of them swirls the trousers. Oh over. right, I've got four Collins, but the, the other three are quite nice. One of them's a, one of them's a, a maitre d' in a restaurant. The other one's a podcaster. You might know him because he's a podcaster. Yeah, man. there's like uh, six of us, so I probably have met him. Yeah. And the other one is um, is a critic. But, you know, you can't hold that against him, can we? One out of four ain't bad. Yeah. Like, I always figure about 25% of the population is, like, basically broken with reality anyway. They're not really or, connected or maybe to they are the ones that are connected to reality. And we... It's true. We... It's true. ...are the ones that are denying ourselves the fact that we cannot go full blow. We cannot be in a park with our trousers swirling around our heads. Maybe they're the ones that are sane and we're all just following the government's plans. As we talk about it and as I read it, I was just like, I may have been looking at this all wrong. We, we, we've gone on this oh, deep dive, but I kind of want to ask you about some of your style. And uh, do you mind if I get back to that? Please, yeah, I'll by all... Um means okay now we we know that sex sells yes and and the advertising geniuses or i guess corruptors out there know that if we feel it in the nethers it it helps with the sellers yeah. so what i'm saying is i think it's amazing how you throw us off as readers with to be honest pretty darn graphic sexual depictions mm. which of course leaves us open and available to your main goal yeah which is to promote a healthy skepticism of the power structures of modern nations yes and i was wondering was there a modern nation in particular you had in mind when you were referring to the government? <laughs> again, oh. uh, again, I can't. That is up to the reader. Right. All of them. Every single yeah. reader. They can make their own decisions. Just like I'm not for one second comparing my book to the Bible or the Quran or the other one. 
I am what I'm saying is you make your mind up. That government to you, that that that's 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 your government. That's the one you feel is doing this. Right. Yeah? Yeah. Right. So the government is like a real government, yeah. but also possibly a metaphorical government yeah. like in your mind. Why not? Of, yeah, why of, not? Yeah. yeah. That's a great spin. I mean that's a great yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Just buy the book, make your own mind up. I don't have all the answers. I will never have all the answers, but I do have some of the answers. Oh, that's it's lovely how humble you can be, even though you have basically seen behind the curtain. I have seen behind the I've stood behind the curtain. Can I ask you then about, you know, I think the most graphic part was, you know, breaching her soapy love purse. But uh, that felt to me like a pretty blunt indictment of the bland ubiquity of ads trying to get us to buy things we don't need. Like soap. I mean, like I, I've i heard lately, you really don't have to shower. Yeah. So with these potent words, what you're really saying is, is like government and corporations have infiltrated our most private spaces, which I think you pointed out with the finger in the arsehole. You're suggesting by me saying soapy love purse that I have been bought by soap companies. Is that what you're saying? Am I hearing that right? No. Or am I just getting really paranoid again? No, I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to call you paranoid, no, but I'm actually saying... Because purse... I think you're pointing it out. Money. Yeah. Are you, saying, are you saying that the second biggest soap company in the world gave me a lot of money to have advertising for them littered throughout my book? Are you saying that? Look, Dwayne's on your side, okay? Okay, we're in this together, all right? I t- we're, 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 working, we're working through look, this together. I'm with, I'm with look, you, yeah. Look, okay. You put, that, you put that bit in your podcast, I will fucking kill you. This is why I didn't send you my actual address. I will find you. Yeah. And I will obliterate you. You think the finger in the asshole is bad. Can you obliterate someone by putting a finger in their asshole? You want to find out? Okay, this seems like a a good point to move on to another question I had. Um, So these days, there's a lot of hand-wringing about, like, conspiracy theories and, you know, and where people get their information. But you know what? I say one person's conspiracy theory is another person's, like, Guinness Book of World Records. And those guys haven't made a bad pint in, like, centuries, especially if you get one in Dublin at the source. So how did you come to be such an expert on mainstream misinformation? And write this, the sharpest critique of modern Western governmental power structures in probably two centuries. Well, as I say, I have stood behind that curtain. I've seen what goes on. I was treated very unfairly by the government. Do you really want me to go into details about my time at the government? you really want I, me I to... I don't know. Are you, I mean, I don't know if you're telling me it's... Pull just... the curtains wide. I feel like that would be a, a service to humanity. I was drunk. I broke into the government. I stood behind a curtain. They, uh, they found me, threw me out. It's brutal. But I have seen behind that curtain. It was like a, it was like a reception area. Oh. Was it nicely decorated? Or... Oh, it's quite nice. Yeah. That's that's a nice-looking minimalistic art. A couple of plants. I mean, that's the thing. Sometimes when it's taxpayer money, they're just like, whatever, let's get the nicest thing we can get. They had had a male secretary as well, which I think is very forward-thinking. Sure. Or like, you know, from like 20 years ago. That's fine. Men can be secretary. What what, what year are we in? 
That's a good question. What year do you think it is? I haven't checked a calendar since... Uh, That's the important part right there. I haven't checked a calendar. I haven't checked a calendar. Oh, just like ever. You've never looked at a calendar. No need. No need. I know, I know where I am right now. But that's part of the structure, right? Calendars are part of what keeps us contained. This idea of time and days and months. Minutes. Minutes. All these things. Seconds. Right. Time is a construct of power. Why do they do this to us? Why do we agree with it? I mean, I don't know about where you are, but where, where I am in the UK, when they change the clocks back and forward, what gives them the right to say that, no, that's not that time now, now it's yeah. this time? It's like they're ripping an hour from the womb of your existence. It's that horrible. Or forcing one into your asshole. God, even worse. Like you said, better going out than in. Yeah, they're going to be fucking started on leap years. Or people who are associated with leap years and then they think they're all special because they're like four years old and you're like... Yeah, well, you act like a four-year-old. Yeah. Also, your cells are breaking down at the same rate as mine. Probably. Maybe yeah. even worse because, like, you're actually an annoying twat. Yeah. You're not, you're not Robin Williams in that film Jack no. when he's getting older, but he's still young or whatever it was. You're not him. You're not him. And so many people think they are Robin Williams yeah. to some degree or another. And they're just, and you're just like, you're literally not. You never will be. Not even close. You're not. Never. Not even if you dress up like a woman. Even if you, like anyone who dresses up as a woman thinks they're Robin Williams. I get it. He's he's someone who seemed to speak to the truth inside of us, some inherent humanity that we all connect to and various desires, like to be younger, perhaps to recognize our own true gender, to be around our children. Yeah, to be uh, blue and float around and grant wishes. To be blue and float around. Grant, grant wishes. To cut off someone's hand so that they end up with a hook. To get naked in Central Park, dance around. To get naked in Central Park. To be incredibly hairy. Oh my God, I know. It's not. It's like he wasn't ever actually really naked. Wearing a rug. I just miss him and so No, I understand. You guys were close. Like, we were all close with him, but I think you were literally close with him. Yeah, I lived next door for a while. So, I think we should move on to the third section of the book. Mm. Okay? Yeah. But I like to try something different with the third passage. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of Mad Libs? I have, yes, yeah. Oh, wonderful. I wasn't sure if that was something you did over in the Britons. No, I've, I've seen it. You, you, know, you know the idea. So I'm going to ask you for some word suggestions, like a noun or a verb or a proper name, that type of thing, and then I'll, I'll just pop it into this last passage and we'll see if it improves on your prose. Okay? Okay. Great. Um, so, noun... Book. Book. Verb. Uh, running. Running. Noun. Uh, armchair. Armchair. Another noun? Uh, television. Television. Do you know I was typing in running and I accidentally typed rimming. Change it to rimming. <laughs> I thought that that was... Oh, God. This is a lot of work for whatever... This is... All right, let's see how we did. Third passage, Mad Lib version. Gloria sank to the book and running like she had never wept before. Curtis stood over her defiant like an armchair who is covered in television because he didn't listen to his glasses. Who? Dancing! Curtis, stop it! Get out of the fucking mud! Oh, for God's sakes... Gloria continued to climaxing while Curtis moved to the penis and sat in it. 
You know, I was gonna say, isn't that amazing? It's so much better, but it really didn't work in parts. It's 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 an interesting way of doing it. It's an interesting way of butchering someone's hard work. I, yeah, well, you know, I thought it was like um, William S. Burroughs. You know, I thought we could try it and mix it up a bit. Because William S. Burroughs did that all the time, didn't he? He wrote Naked Lunch, and then someone went, yeah, it's a good idea. Let's change all the words to Willie or to, I don't know, Christianity. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. This was a failed experiment on my part. I... Do what you want. Do what you want. It is a collaboration. I like to work with you, and I just wanted to see if we could improve on the prose. And you know what we discovered? Oh, what did I say to you at the top of this podcast? I said, respect the words. Yeah. What did you do? You pissed all over them! I pissed on the words. I'm, I'm sorry, sir. You pissed and you shat on them! I didn't, I didn't mean to, but often if I have to pee, I, I end up pooing as well. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, one just seems to initiate the other. I do that I'm... Absolutely. For now, get off topic. No, you. Well, this seems like a good point for me to say thanks for joining, Gavin, and and most importantly, thanks for warning us because shit's gonna go down, and people like you, Gavin Hands, will help us prepare. So before we sign off, do you want to plug anything like your survivalist supply packs and weaponry store? Yeah, we'll plug the. Uh, we'll plug that. That's the uh, Armories um, Hands and Armories, which is many outlets around. The- US, you can just go to www.hansandarmories.co.co.yuck. Yuck. Yuck. I've got a new whiskey coming out. Oh, really? Yeah. So, no, it's not, I'm not plugging it. I've got one just coming out of the cupboard. You know, to be honest, that seems like a great endorsement thing for you. Like, if you could get a sort of deal to endorse, like, a new whiskey, that'd be great. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to mingle with any of the big, like, Jack Daniels or... Yeah. Early. I mean, I'll see what I can do. Who's this one? Um... Tesco Super Saver. I'm I'm ready to mingle with any of those guys. Gavin Hands drinks Tesco Super Saver, and so should you. Well, everyone, you got the web address. You'll get those orders in, folks, because the world could end any day now, and we may need to live in the woods. Gavin Hands, open up. This is the FBI. Oh, fuck. Uh, can we wrap this up? Open up or we're coming in. No, don't bother. Oh, shit. I meant to say I'm not here. Well, Gavin, we know you're here. We heard your voice. It's very distinctive. You're very distinctive. Why the hell are you in the UK? Because this has been a very influential book on the QAnon subreds. That's it, we're coming in! Are you not? Ah, yes, we are! Come with us! Dwayne, avenge me! Avenge me! Why are you wearing such loose-fitting cardigans? God damn it! Dwayne, Dwayne, get the word out, get the book out, plug it! No, we're coming Make with us! Make as much money Come as you us. can! Get him in the cup! Okay, so if anyone wants to hear the original version of that last passage, since the version we did didn't work so well, um, you know, it, it's fine, it's your choice, uh, then uh, get the audiobook! You know, or, or or buy his book. Either way. And then join us next time. And remember, everyone, keep reading with your ears. If you like reading, you should try it with your ears. Your eyes are good and they can't be misunderstood. But your ears are best for getting those feelings in your dress. Try reading your ears your brain will thank you later when you're dreaming about all your fears happiness go haters try your ears try reading with your ears
Yo, haters, try your ears. Try reading with your ears.